Spinning fucking God a band this I've is seen a big twice. Day. This is a big day for Canada. Yeah. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, it is a big day for Canada. Fucking the first Canadian team. Well no. Vancouver was there in twenty eleven. But first time Montreal's been there in twenty eight yeah, years. But fuck <laughs> Vancouver. Agreed. Montreal Canadians going on to the Stanley Cup finals tonight. Game one starts. So, why not spin some Canadian musicians? Dude, I'm hyped. I'm hyped as well. That's how they finished the show when I saw them the second time. And blew that high note. Man, when, they, that, when that drum hit there that we cracked on, they just turned the whole fucking sound system up to like oh, 11. Like, oh, it was yeah. fucking loud. And the piss pouring rain the whole show. I might put my, awesome. I might put my record player in the living room just blast Canadian bands maybe maybe Montreal will hear you from yeah I'm not celebrating <laughs> Canada Day no because Canada's kind of looking kinda, like fucking yeah, kinda, dicks right now <laughs> kind fucking. of a shitty place right now We're not our history is come well Canada's history is coming to bite themselves in the ass I mean at the same like it's like everywhere yeah, yeah. there's a lot of good but the fact that they don't like to acknowledge the bad. Exactly. Just look at all the good things I did, but don't look at any of the bad things I did. Fuck that. Like at least you the know? states know there was a civil war. As a country that always <laughs> likes to point out what other people are doing wrong, take yes. a take yeah. a fucking nice look in the mirror, dicks. Yep. So I'm celebrating hockey. I'm celebrating the hip. I'm celebrating Canadian music, but I'm not. I'm Honestly, not celebrating. The hockey days are pretty much every hockey Canada night. Day. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. a good Canada day. Yeah. You know. That's one I can get behind. Mm-hmm. I can get behind anything. It's going to go. be a hot As Gord Downey says, we didn't even introduce what we're spinning yet. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking and like going off. and uh, Did you want to or do you want me to? I'll let you, because as much as I love them now, as you know, it took me until a, uh, a death to realize. Yeah. Well, I mean, at one point you did say you weren't the biggest fan of them. Yeah, I used and to like, say some mean shit. When I heard that, I was like, hey, it's cool. It wasn't that I wasn't a fan. Head. It was that I didn't know them that well. And to hear other people say that they were the best Canadian band out there, and I'm thinking of the Canadian bands I do know. I mean, like, they're... no one's even listened to the album Gato, who cares? Yeah, no. you know, <laughs> Gato. Who cares? Is one of the greatest Canadian albums of all time. Rush, the yeah. Guess Who, Triumph. Yeah. You know, yeah. Neil Young. Simple Plan. Oh my <laughs> fuck. And and it's like the hip. It's it's something that 
I feel like if I didn't, I don't know. Also, if my dad wasn't a big hip fan. And just uh, he was into different things yeah. when they got big, right? So, <clears throat> for me, it was like I didn't come up in a household where it was played. Yeah. And then I did come up in a household where you did hear Rush and you did hear the. Anytime we moved somewhere, the first album my dad would play when he set up his his sound system was twenty one twelve, and that's when you knew we were moved in. Yeah, and that's <laughs> a good good sound tester too. But I mean, it's uh, yeah, that's what he said. It's yeah. the perfect album to play when you're trying to put your speakers where you want them to be, you know. And, um, yeah, so we're spinning today the Tragically Hip, some good old Canadian boys, and we're spinning the album Up to Here. So this is their first big commercial release, because they do have an EP thing yeah. they release, but, and it is good, but it's only six songs. Yeah, this kind is the of like full the first new, like, yeah. Saskadelphia, it's like, I want you, but, but it's like I'm paying a full price yeah. for a half record. Exactly. <laughs> well, the only reason I got the blue one, because we won it in a raffle. Which one did you win? I won fully completely. Oh, yeah. So I only, I have three. But, um, yeah, the Tragically Hip, fuck, man, where do I start with them? Um, it was a couple years before, I saw them in 2013 and 2015, uh, both at Blues Fest. And the first time I saw them, I've, I've heard the name, obviously, I heard Courage and Wheat Kings on the radio and stuff like that. But it wasn't until the second time I saw them where I was really starting to get into them. And I was like, fuck, these guys are awesome. These guys put on one hell of a show. They're a party band. Uh, singer's awesome. They're just wicked party. And then, of course, the second time I saw them, I was like, fuck. I still wasn't as big of a fan. Like, I, I knew them, and I was like, fuck, they put on a great show. I'm definitely down to see them again. But the main reason I went that year was with my mom to see Deep Purple yeah. and stuff like that. But they were on the bill the three days we were going to be there. Mom never saw Tragically Hip, so she was like, well, let's go do that. Because the first time it was only me and my dad who saw it. And then from there on, uh, once I saw that show, I got into their albums and shit like that. And the next thing you know, I fucking cried when Gord Downey's last show happened, and I cried the day he died. So <laughs> it kind of was quick. It was like six, seven years where my, like, well, eight, seven or eight now where my, I love them now, but it took me a while to get into them. But I don't agree with their Canada's best, uh, greatest band, but their Canada's best party band. Well, for that being the thing that bugged me, it's weird, because I could look at it now and if I were to ask any of my friends or even anyone, I didn't know what their favorite Canadian band was, and if any of them said the hip, I great answer yeah compared to some of the other things that you could hear someone say you know like someone was like well I don't know who's your favorite Canadian act and they're like well I don't know I'm trying to think of something like I don't know uh, I'm sure like people say Bieber and, and The Weeknd and stuff like that that's more newer wave which I guess if you're into that style of music that's yeah, a popular yeah. good selling act you know like, there are like if you tell me your favorite Canadian artist is Anne Murray, well then you can fuck right off. <laughs> <laughs> about Celine Dion? Uh, she was getting railed by an old man when she was 14. 
That's the one thing I can tell you about Celine Dion. And Titanic. <laughs> That's all I can tell you. Yeah, Titanic. She wasn't the, there in Athens. She just, she part of it, part of the history. Her song was the fucking soundtrack. Yeah. Um, fuck. Uh, tragically hip. All around amazing Canadian band. And they, they're just so Canadian. Like, it's hard to describe them as Canadian. Like, like it's hard to describe their genre because all I think of Canada when I fucking listen to them because they make yeah. Canadian references they're just they sound Canadian they've, they've slowly like, became my favorite band to drive to yeah they just have some fuck all, uh, every album even the slow songs are good alright you know when you're driving and long time running comes on it's just like it's uh, been a long like even the slow songs that being good. said like I said my dad isn't a big uh, hip fan right well I was giving him a ride home from Sherbrooke and I was like how the fuck does he not like the hip? If I play it, if I just shuffle it, it's all good. Yeah. It's not all good. That's one thing I'll say personally. I love them. But, like, well, their, their 2000s and up yeah. albums, a lot of it's really soft. Not as rocking. And, uh, like, I found myself skipping a lot of songs. That being said, I, like... I love all the early. Like, I, I love it all. Up to, like... Power. There's at least one song on every app. Well, like the early albums, there's all the songs are great. Yeah. But like the two thousands. Yeah. Well, there's that's at least what I mean. one. There's song one, where probably more. Yeah. But even if it's only half, half is great and half is okay. Like o the okay isn't gonna come up to par with this. Yeah. Because baby, she don't know me when I'm like, thinking about that. Their late, their yes. last album before Saskadelphia with Gord still alive. That's a good album. And the they got little some girl good, falling. Yeah, there. they got some good tunes on it. Um, but like, there's some 2006, 2007, 2012. Like some of those that I have never listened. to. I've only listened to a couple of tunes. Yeah, well, that's kind of where so, I was at. Like I shuffled it and I was like, "Fuck, it's not hitting me right away." It'll take. It takes. And time. sometimes you need to hear an album in its entirety to feel it. You know it's what like I mean? what they when you try something, try a new food. Apparently, you gotta taste it seven times before you can actually make an official judgment whether you like it or not. Well, it's a good thing that I have seven plates in one sitting. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Especially when we go to the buffet. <laughs> um, now, I do want to mention uh, our other podcaster, Dylan. Uh, other Dylan. He, he's gonna be back sometime. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know when. Uh, green zone here in Quebec, so that means we can have people. We're green that, zone now? Yeah, today. Today? So we can have 10 people it's in the place. It's day too where yeah. no one wants to go anywhere. Exactly, we just want to, it's, it's a fucking world. swelter, 40 degrees. Now, people in the States probably, if they, or other countries, if you listen to this and you're like, 40 degrees, that's nothing. Well, it's something up here in Quebec. nuts <laughs> freezing. You go from your nuts freezing to sweating real quick. Oh, yeah. It's the temperature, especially the summer, it's been all over the place. But I, uh, Dylan, the other podcaster, he is a big hip fan. Uh, we do play Tragically Hip with the band, uh, Queen Street. Um, he will be back to do another hip album for sure, but we, we just, we, we, we had to do some hip. Yeah. We have to get hip with it, you know. But he does. He will be back to do some hip and Pink Floyd and millions of other fucking bands that we have to do. He'll be back to uh... swim. <laughs> <laughs> I wish perfect day to go for a swim. 
We were just talking too. We have a pool at our apartment building, but it's all the old, like, 50 and 60 year old men that sit up there and smoke cigarettes and drink beers and look at teenagers, and it's really just a ghetto vibe. Yeah. So I'm just gonna stay away from that. Yeah. Yeah. Not gonna go over there. <laughs> no. Definitely. Um, so. Tragically Hip is formed from five members. Now, the thing with the Tragically Hip, they're not really famous. They're Canadian famous. Yeah, it's true. Now, there's Canadian... They really don't... It's weird when... Because we know quite a few Americans, right? Yeah. I've asked these people, like, are you a fan of the hip? And they're like, never really got into it. Didn't get it. And it's like, oof. But you guys listen to so much shit that... Sounds like it. Sounds similar, you know, in some ways. I don't know. Um, So they're Canadian famous. And what Canadian famous basically means is they're really, 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 really fucking well known in Canada. But elsewhere in the world, it's kind of hit or miss. You know, you find some fans that sure they'll, they probably did some tours down in the States and like they recorded some albums down in the States. So they were obviously successful other places but they were more like most successful in Canada whereas Rush it's the opposite Rush well they're wow. super big in state uh, in Canada but in the states they have a huge following as well yeah so they were more international whereas these guys were just Canadian they yeah, dabbled yeah. in a bunch of different places I guess but Canadian famous is actually inter- a term like, there's quite a few yeah. musicians oh. who like, Most Canadian acts. Yeah, it's hard to break through the mainstream barrier, which is U.S. music. You know? I mean, as far as those old rock acts, Rush is the one that did it really big. Yeah. In the States. Oh, yeah. They did massive. Triumph, too, probably. They, they, yeah, but they did Triumph it isn't that big. Like, they're nowhere near as big as they should be anyways. Um... Well, I know Triumph did the US Fest, like US Fest in '83, which was pretty big attendance. Yeah, but, but how many people do you think went just for Triumph? Yeah, no, especially with Scorpions, Van Halen. Wasn't Ozman there Ozzy, too? Ozzy, Quiet Riot. Oh, so that I, Quiet yeah. Riot show at the US Fest is insane. <coughs> I was gonna yell, "Come on, feel the noise!" Nice to Um, yeah, like. It's weird thing to break through that Canadian US. This, I barrier. listen to this album and I feel like it should be multi platinum. Exactly. And they're really do they have any multi platinum albums? I'm gonna check Maybe that out. Canadian platinum, but So I'll say gold records for sure and platinum no. Let's see here. Let's see here. Okay. Um, what's MC mean? So music can't. Okay. So they went. So this album went platinum at Diamond in Canada. Diamond. How Diamond, much is that? But they're all. What? Is that a million in Canada? Uh yeah. Diamond. Yeah. Uh, I don't know actually. I'm gonna check. Class A. I don't know what the fuck all this means. Gold, diamond, yeah, it's a million. So, you know, a million. 
Okay, not bad, but that's just Canada. Yeah. Like, in the States? What? Now their biggest uh, really? album, uh, it doesn't even say. Nothing? No, it doesn't say. It don't, the only one it says for, well, it's, shit, dude. Day for Night went six times platinum. In Canada? Yeah. Whereas Foley completely only went diamond. Uh, well, six times platinum is like 600,000. Whereas Diamond is a million. Fully completely is yeah. Diamond? Yeah. What's, and this is Diamond? Yeah. So they're, well, I'll do the charts after there, but just like, Fully Completely is their biggest one because that's the one that charted in the States and other places as well. Uh, but yeah, like, man, you this, uh, not right now. Maybe next round, round. Um, very successful in Canada. That's all I gotta say about that. Hugely successful in Canada, but really hard to break through that barrier of Tragic Hip. And this song is my favorite fucking, one of my favorite tunes of Tragic Hip. She didn't know. Um, I just love the fucking, the, just everything about it. Um, I don't know what my favorite hip song would be. It's really hard, actually. Like, I said that, and I'm like, wait a minute. There's like nautical disaster. Really love that tune. Um, Grace Two, Head yeah, by a Century, uh, Bob Cage. Like you can name the hits, but you asked that. Meridian. You asked that to a, 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 a American. He'll probably say uh, New Orleans is sinking, which is probably the biggest down song down. Well, I mean, not. I love that song. Yeah, too, me too. Though. Don't get me wrong. That's a great song. But like up here, I can just name them all because they're so good. Um, do you have anything to say, sir? You look like you're about to say something. Weak kings and pretty things. That's all I have to say. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, one of the, it's not the leader, he's not the leader of the band, but the driving force, well, the whole, the whole band's a driving force, but like, the one that stands out the most is the lead singer, Gord Downey. Well, I would say he is the leader. Yeah. I would say that. Yeah, okay. Well, I wasn't sure, because the other guys are really fucking good, too, and they, they well, do... Well, they're all good, but, I mean, he wrote the songs. Yeah. And the one thing, uh, when I watched the documentary where he talks about him being sick and wanting to do the last four, mm -hmm. he said it on there that he was writing these songs, but when he was writing them, he told the guys right from the beginning... They're all getting credited. Yeah. Which is really cool. He gave the credit for everyone. He said, if, if you're riding bikes and I'm riding sports cars, it's not going to work. No, exactly. You want to be all on the same page. Like, and that's a great mentality to have in a band. And that's probably why they lasted from 87 yeah. to 2017, yeah. like 17 when he died. And I um, mean, the spirit of the band lives, too. I mean, exactly. And, and if you... Obviously, you don't see behind closed doors were there arguments for sure Probably. there had to have yeah. been fights all of that at the same time you can tell that the respect is there so much for each and every member brothers you know like not just how they feel about Gord but how they feel about each other but the fact that like when they talk about Gord they talk about him with the utmost mm -hmm. respect and love and, and I don't know it's just really important in a band you know exactly agreed um and unfortunately, Gord Down, he uh, tragically passed away with terminal brain cancer in uh, 20, 2017. 
And that last tour, it's rough. Like, I haven't watched the documentary only because I know I'm going to fucking fall like a baby. I cried. Yeah. Like, it was at a time where, like, I was starting to like them quite a bit, but I still wasn't, like, where I am now. And that definitely helped me get there. And it's fuck. It's just a, it's a really sad and, at the same time, beautiful story. And Yeah. It is a beautiful story. And I'm, like, thank... When I, I, I was one of the people who watched the last broadcast of the live show, and fuck, I cried there. But he wasn't even dead yet. So when he died, I cried even more. But when he actually fucking did the last show and he was screaming at the head by a sentry, I was like, fuck, dude. That's the last time Canada's going to hear the hit together. And it was. It was weird, though, because right after that, he came out with an album. Yeah. I think that was uh, a thing he wanted to do because that's uh, the secret path. Yeah, and he, uh, he actually came out with two albums. Yeah, one. Introduce after yourself, which is actually pretty good. Which is like a, a song. Each song is dedicated to like a specific person. Uh, he's had a new, to a new album come out, or it's coming out soon too. Oh yeah. I think so. But introduce yourself came out this year or last year, twenty twenty one or twenty two, or twenty twenty, but. Something about Gord Downey's just the way he sings his stage antics on stage, oh, his especially. His vocal approach is something yeah. different. Man. Like, it's a weird baritone yeah. vir- vir- vibrato. Like, you know, like. It's, it's just a gift from God. Yeah, and like the way he writes his music, it's like poetry. Like, obviously, music and like lyrics and music is basically poetry because you're rhyming and shit like that. But Gord Downey does it to a whole new level. With lots of references, Canadian references, with amazing rhymes, just the structure of the songs are so unique. It's incredible, like the shit he's written, and I hope there's still some more stuff that's in the vault somewhere. Cause man, like he, his, well he'll live on for sure. Like Lord right. Downey's name, and tragically hit in Canada name. forever. Yeah. But I think he should be known around the world for just everything he's done yeah. to help out people and stuff like that. He's a very big well, supporter of uh, indigenous as well. Oh, huge. And, like, and he said that Trudeau yeah. really cares and he was about... <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get too political, but I don't see too many cares given that, you know... Gord Gord Downey was like saying, "This is the man who's gonna change Canada and all this stuff." Well, I don't know about you, but it's not looking like it's changing too much, considering he doesn't want to dig up all the fucking school, like the ground around the schools, you know, and stuff like that. I don't know, Gord Downey, I love you, but uh, the guy you said he was gonna do what he was gonna do didn't do it. True the fuck off. <laughs> and on that note, <laughs> this, the first sign is over. Uh, shall we do a flip? I think we don't have a choice but to flip. Yeah, if you want to hear more music, we got to flip, so that's what we're going to do. We're going to flip. Are you ready for a jingle? A jingle jangle. Jingle these nuts. On a Monday afternoon, drinking beers and listening to some great fucking tunes. All I know is that this side is done. 
gotta flip it so we can have more fun. Flip the record. Let's just Good day, we're back. Hello, mate. Oh, sorry. It's the material on you, too. Obviously, the song, the jingle song, is not from this album. It's from another album you'll hear. We're not going to reveal the name because it's one of the best albums. Um, There's also a song that you knew and easy to do quickly. Yeah, chords are very easy on that one. Just uh, GCD. This is one of my favorite songs on this album. Boots and Hearts. Um, I was going to mention something. Uh, yeah, sorry. If you hear some buzzing while the fan's on, it's, hot. it's, just, it's way too hot to turn it off. Even though it's not really doing much because it's so hot anyways. But that's okay. So sorry if you got a little audio problem. But uh, it won't be like that all the time. Just for this, well, probably the next couple because... Supposed to be hot for a little bit. Um, Vegas and toes, body, wings, we share. So, how many? You, you only have three? Yeah. Well, you have one that I would really like to have. Yeah. Power, and I have one that you'd like to have, which is real Yeah, multiple. Because I don't have this one either. True, true. And that other one you got too. Which one? Oh, uh, the blue the, one? Yeah. Um, pretty we, much once I get those, maybe also trouble at the hen house and work. Yeah, I'm pretty much set. Yeah, I, uh, there's there's definitely some like quite a few. They have quite a few albums. They have 13 soul, uh studio studio albums. So, one's got like six or seven. Yeah. And I'd like to collect coming. all of them, but this is finding all of them. Like trouble at the hen house is really fucking hard. <laughs> Not just that. But like, like we're already saying, whereas the other ones have a few good songs. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. We might be at different spots. But as far as collecting, I want to collect shit I really like. Yeah. Because it's hard to have everything. So at this point, I just, I know what I like. Yeah. And, uh... Well, especially when we have collections like this big, you know? Yeah. Um... Uh, I was going to say, uh... What was I going to say? Um, they came out with a new album. Well, new album. It's previously recorded but unreleased stuff from the 90s. Yeah, from Road uh, Apples. From right. the album Road Apples Sessions. <laughs> and it's fucking recorded in the <coughs> same house that Blind Melon Soup's recorded. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's at the... the King, Kingsway Studio? No. 
it's the studio there in the French Quarter there. You know, the Blind Melon has this, uh, a photo taken outside the house. Um, I don't know. It's it, I can't remember the name, but pretty big famous studio in the 90s. It unfortunately closed down in 96 or 7. But it was pretty pretty popular Road spot. Apples was supposed to be called Saskadelphia, right? Yeah. Uh, <coughs> yeah, yeah. They said then, it was too Canadian. Yeah, exactly. See, that was the that's the problem with fucking signing with MCA. Because they're an American corporation. Just ask Leonard Skinner. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> and Road Apples was originally supposed to be two vinyls. Yeah. And so those were all songs that didn't make it. This is a great fucking tune. That so it's some... really good to get Road Apples and Saskadelphia and just keep them together. Almost. Yeah. And like, almost like Alice and Chains have to bring them up, Jar Flies and Sap. Yeah. That should, they should come out with a joint album. You know what I mean? Where, like... Oh, it's, like... And then an etched sign. Yeah. Don't they already have that? Isn't that what Jar of Flies... Yeah, but I'm saying that's what they should do. Like, Road Apples in Saskadelphia. Yeah, I actually agree with that. Because you could fit all six songs on one side. Like, fine. Um... So the members of this band never changed, which is also cool. They never changed. I could just picture Langwa at the puffy yeah, with a cigarette in his mouth yeah. sometimes there. <laughs> and one of my favorite... So, Tragically Hip also played at one of my favorite music festivals of all time, which is Woodstock 99, which I mentioned on the Corn episode. They played on the Saturday, the first band there, and it is so fucking cool to see the Tragically Hip playing, and then, yeah, I saw that, uh, see the Tragically Hip playing, and then fucking all the Canadian flags in a crowd of like 100,000, 200,000 people, and it's just Canadian flag after Canadian flag there to support Tragically Hip at Woodstock 99 in New York, so it's kind of like the invasion of the Canadians, uh, like, for music festivals, I love seeing that, and then that's... Have you watched the full performance of the Woodstock 99? I've, I've watched most of it for sure. Yeah. Fuck, what a phenomenal performance. Pretty sure we've watched it. Yeah. But at least parts and halves for sure. <laughs> I know I've seen the beginning of it at least a million times. <laughs> I love that beginning because Gord's fucking special because, man, he feels the music. And, like, he goes in these stories and rants and he just keeps going. People... I love that about him. Me too. Like, people... He could... He, People probably don't even know what the actual lyrics are if you don't know the Tragically Hip and you watch them live. I would read a story <laughs> by Gord Downey before Robert Munch any day of the week. Yep. Fuck, you don't even have, you don't even have to read it. He says them on stage. <laughs> I would listen to it audible. I, I always found that one so unique. He didn't do it as much in his uh, older... Like, like when I saw him in 2013 and 2015, he didn't do as much. Uh, he did quite a a lot of cool dances and shit like that, but he never really did, uh... Great dancer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can, he's such a character on stage. And the, it's the one the music starts. There's one point in the Woodstock 99 set where they start Grace 2, and it's just the bass part at the beginning, and then the drums kick in, and you just see Gord's head go back, and then he just, like, his eyes roll in the back of his head, and it's just a new person. 
and the music starts, and then Gord's just like, ah! Oh. <laughs> <And> he's <laughs> fucking... Like a quick orgasm and yeah. gone. Like, crazy. Um, there's two Gords in the band, too. That's something you don't always see. That Gord is a very uncommon... Well, it's a very it's Canadian Gordon, name. right? Yeah. Well, there's Gordon Downey, and, uh... Gord, it's just Gord Sinclair. But, uh, He's the bass player, right? Yeah. But it's weird, because I've never heard many Gords in states. Like, just in general, a name well, Gord. Ace Freely's first name was Paul. Paul? Yeah. Paul oh, Freely. okay, Paul and, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I mean Paul Stanley and Paul Freely. Oh, Freely. really? I didn't know that. I actually didn't know that. But he got a nickname well, Ace when he was a little kid. Yeah, and I assume his nickname. sounds cool behind it. Ace Freely. You know, the ranks, you know. Mm -hmm. Slash Saw Hudson. Or Slash Hudson doesn't have the same vibe, True, you know. Man. Ace. Ace sounds cool alone. But Ace Freely, but... It's like Paul, Paul Stanley and Paul Freely. Doesn't have the same uh, ring, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Ace Freely. Well, Paul Stanley's... Like Jewish from Berlin, so he might not even really be. It's probably like Polish or <laughs> something. But I feel like Gord is a very Canadian name, though. Like, I've never heard too many Gords. Paul Stanley's birth name is Stanley Bert Elson. Bert? By his first name, Stanley? Yeah, so he took Ace's Pete Paul and Ace got Ace and. That's weird, eh? <laughs> yeah, he named his last name Stanley. And Gene is, uh, Gene's name is fucking some, yeah. some fucking crazy Jewish name there. Yeah. Chain Wits. C-H-A-I-N. Chain Wits. W-I-T-C. Chain. What? Well, we're talking about the tragically hip. Tragically Hip's names is Gord Downey, Rob Baker, Paul Langlois, Gord Sinclair, and Johnny Fay. Very, very normal generic names. Nothing crazy. There's a Gord, Rob, Rob Baker. Yeah. <laughs> Known a... as Bobby Baker until 1994. Yeah. But, like, there's Gord, two Gords, Rob, Paul, and John. <laughs> it's pretty generic names. Have you ever listened to, um... Stripper Union, Loco 518. No, I haven't, but that's uh, Bob's band, Rob's yeah. band. Or Bob. I've never listened to it. I, I kind of want to, but it's with completely different musicians, too. Yeah. The bass player, uh, Gord Sinclair, has a uh, solo album where he ha has all the members of Tragically Hip playing all the instruments on it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, it wasn't bad, though. Like I, I listened to, not the whole thing, but a couple tunes. It wasn't bad. Guys, they don't even have Wikipedia pages. I know. That's how. That's how fucking like, like, obscure and like Canadian famous they are. Because they don't even have Wikipedia pages. Like, obviously, Gord Downey has one because he's the front man of the band, first of all. But he's also known for his poetry. He's known for his activism, his political stances. He's known for his charity work and stuff like that, so he, he obviously has a lot of stuff to put in his Wikipedia. Uh, Rob Baker, I guess he has one because he's, uh, you know, pretty, he's a pretty big guitar player, honestly. 
Yeah. And one thing I like about the hip too, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. But, I just said, yeah, I was agreeing with you. Okay, I thought you were going to say something. But one thing I love about the hip too is they never change their look other than Gord going bald. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Gord went bald in the 90s, so. Like, they never changed the look. They got a little wrink more wrinkles, but like, bass players. I like Gord bald, rocking the hats. Yeah. And then his outfits too. He was fucking Walter White before Walter was white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Say my name, Gord Down. <laughs> uh, they. I love them. I don't know, I was gonna say something, but they're just fucking here. Fuck, you and the boys are jamming, Carter. Yes. You guys should stream it. Live stream it on Facebook. Little jams. Do a couple hip tunes. Maybe a young tune. Maybe I'll bring the laptop down, set it up on the bar. So that, well, I was going to bring the laptop down with the mic, maybe set it up at the bar and then do a Facebook live stream. That'd be cool. That'd be, that'd be fucking awesome. Maybe. Maybe we might do it. Who knows? Who knows? I'll talk with the guys to see how it goes. All right. 1997 National Achievement Award. They won. They were put on Canada's Walk of Fame. So that's pretty cool. Uh, 2002, they were inducted in the Toronto, Ontario Canadian Music Hall of Fame. They'll probably never be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No. They didn't even make a fucking footnote in Rock and Roll, according to the U.S. Uh, they were inducted to the Cana uh, sorry, the Juno Awards in Winnipeg in 2005. Uh, they were inducted to the Royal Conservative. Conservatory of Music in 2006 with an honorary fellowship to the Windsor Arms Hotel. I don't know what the fuck that means, but... Uh, they got the Governor General's Performing Arts Award in 2008. They have won Juno Awards in 1990, 1991, 1995, two in 1995, two in 1993 and 1997, two in 1999, and the list continues all the way up until 2017 when Man Machine poem won in Juno for the best album, Rock Album of the Year. Yeah! But they got sympathy vote that year. Yeah, probably. We didn't watch well, it. Well, we rewinded it, it and <laughs> then rewatched it. But they got uh, they got presented with the humanitarian award and uh, the Order of Canada. So and, and they did a song with uh, Feist. Feist. Yeah, Feist. So you know, huge in Canada. But and a lot of people said they liked the thing with Feist. And I'll be honest, I didn't mind it. But at the same time, she doesn't capture Gord's essence on stage. It was tight sounded good but I didn't it didn't feel I don't think anyone will ever be able to feel like yeah people are saying tour tour do yeah, a tour like, it's like nah you, you, and the boys don't want to do that either no they just did the one off one off show I get, that's cool well, do a one off yeah. thing and if they ever want to perform do some shows do do it with whoever you want singing it's kind of like they can do whatever you know. the fuck they want 
Yeah. But do I see them touring or trying to record something? No, I don't think they It's kind of like Zeppelin, you know, they did and a couple one-offs. And if they do, it's their choice. Yeah. Obviously, they don't give a fuck what I think. Now, I, I did like the Choices song, and it was a good song, they did great, but I do wish they played another song. Yeah, it's a great choice of a song if you're playing to. Yeah. Because like, I think they need to play a hit too at that time. Exactly. Some people and might not even know who the hip are, even still in Canada. But if they would have played a hit there, they would have been like, oh, and one more reason for someone yeah. to go look back, you know? And especially if you're getting inducted for such a huge award, like a humanitarian award and the Order of Canada. It sounds so huge, right? Like, it is very big. Like, the Order of Canada is a big one. I don't know about the humanitarian award. When I was in award. kindergarten, I got the uh, attendance award. Well, what happened in high school? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. I got the award for most days off. <laughs> Slash most days in pass. <laughs> no, actually, there's probably a couple kids who beat you in most days in pass. I, I do know I'm one of the first kids that they said they knew of that had pass on the first day of school because I had unfinished pass days oh. from the year before. Wow, they really carried the, them over? Yeah, first week, first two days of school I was in pass. What a fucking, that's stupid. Why not start the year fresh and be like, here, start the year fresh instead of being like, go to pass. Well, I guess pass wasn't as bad. But. Dude, it was a good time. I, that's back when Chrissy was there. Rest in peace. She was a dope fucking pass teacher. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't. I see. I never went to pass. So I, didn't really know. I, I went pussy. once. You fucking pussy. <laughs> Fuck off. I did my fair share of nothing. Um. All right. Shall I do some charts? Sure. Up to here. Up to. <laughs> Up to here. Up to here. Uh, the album reached number 13 on Canada's album charts, and both Blow It High Doe and New Orleans is Sinking reached number one in Canada. Only those two? Yeah, those were the only singles. Really? Um, Boots and Hearts? Yeah. She didn't know? No, I know. Uh, this, this... 38 years old? What the fuck? That's well, no, 30, 38, uh, uh, sorry, 38 years old is there, actually. Okay, so there's three, three hits? Yeah, three singles, three hits. And they all reach number one. Uh, no. Never mind. 38 years old did not reach number one. That's horseshit! Um, it has re reached diamond status in Canada and has earned the band a Juno Award did for they? the most promising artist. Did they... Play 38 years old when you've seen them, because it's not a song that they like. They play mm. it a lot in terms of what they played, but I'd have a lot to look of the live the shows list. I've seen, it's never there. I look at the set list. I don't think so. That's horseshit. Um, Tragically Hip, live, 2015, Ottawa Blues Fest. Set list, set list. I think that was the last song. Nope, one more. I lied. Alright. Setlist FM. Great fucking that. Uh, Grace 2 is what they start with. Head by Century New Orleans sinking. No. No. No? No. Man, though. 
Like, encore, poets, my music at work, long time running, and blow it high dough. And then the whole, fully, completely album in entirety. And then Grace 2, Ahead by a Century. They didn't play Bob Cajun either. But I don't remember them. What about 2013? Because I don't remember that one as much. Oh my but. god, I'm looking at their stats. They only played Fiddler's Green 93 times. That's a fucking shame. That is actually a shame. Alright. Every time you go, that's a good song. There are 56 times we've played that. 28 years old has only been played live 49 times. Yeah, so it wasn't the times that, that I saw. That is crazy. It must have been in the early 90s when they did their thing. That's crazy, though. She didn't know. 36 times. Yeah. No, they didn't play it when I saw them, uh, saw them the first, uh, first, first time. That's dirty. Uh, it's weird how they didn't play it more, because it is such a really big fucking album, uh, song. But, uh, I don't know, that's weird. Uh, okie dokie. Montreal has been played eight times. Yeah, because they played it in the uh, early, early 90s, I guess, one. Like, um, up to here, appeared on 5th of September, 1989, so we didn't even hit the 90s yet. And within the first year in Canada, it sold 100,000 copies. Copies? <laughs> what are you, from Boston? Yeah. By 1999, up to here, it had sold enough to gain Diamond. Um, and it was the first, first, and was the first, uh, and was the band's first release in the U.S. In 1990, the album peaked at, oh boy, on the Billboard 200 charts at number 170. Whereas in Canada, it was, uh, and reached number 30 on the Billboard mainstream, so that's still American. And in Canada, Man, they used to play It Makes No Difference from the band. Oh, that would have been cool and to see. Gloria from them, fucking some old band in the um, Despite strong sales and sustained, sustained popularity in Canada, the band... Fuck. The band and album failed to find a significant international audience. American sales of the album were 10,000 its first year. And from 1991 to 1997, they only sold 80,000 copies. Whereas in Canada, the first year that album, this album was released, they sold 100,000. <laughs> so, shit, eh? Damn. Tragically Hip's relative lack of success in the U.S. has been a frequent topic by commentators, commenters, and interviews to the irritation of members of the band. Um, so, yeah, they had rough fucking success in states as I mentioned already but 38 years old peaked at number 41 on the RPM singles chart in Canada? yeah 41 yeah I, see to me that's one of their best songs uh Downey's Memories of Jailbreak that, so that the song 38 years old is about the jailbreak at Millhaven in Mass yeah. what? <laughs> Millhaven uh, Institution there, the prison there. Okay. But 
yeah, fucking highly successful. Every album uh, Tragically Hip released uh, up until pretty much, uh, fuck, I don't know, pretty much right until the end were very diamond, platinum, platinum, you know. So here we got diamond, 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 diamond for the first four up until 94. Then platinum, platinum, about six times. Pla See, that's weird. To me, um, Day for Night should be diamond too. Well, yeah, Day for Night six uh, six times platinum. So. It's not good enough. And then five times platinum for Treble Hen House, three times platinum, two times platinum, 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 Three times gold, platinum, gold. that's... That's Phantom Power? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And the last two albums made it to gold. Wow, fancy. I mean, they were released in 2012 and 2016, so still pretty young yeah. to reach gold in Canada. And they're probably sold maybe 10,000 copies in the States since. Dex! Their live album went four times platinum. The yeah. live one's really good. Yeah, it, phenomenal band. You if know, you, if you don't know the fucking Tragically Hip, you better go listen to them. Yeah, that's a fucking command. That's not a nice if little, you're you know, talk. Canadian. And you don't, you know don't have to like them, but you have to at least give them a try. And if you don't, you're a fucking dash. <laughs> exactly. Um, I drank a Rickard's Red. Cause I drank at Bush Ice. I'm pretty sure Records is from Canada. It's brewed by Moore's Canadian Moore's Cor uh Moore's Moore's Cor Cor Molson. Uh, Moore's that's uh you know that's what they're called, the Moors. Uh but yeah, uh fucking Records Red. Good what beer. You, what do you give her? Uh fucking You know, it's actually not a bad beer. It's it's pretty good. I don't get it often because it's a little expensive. But it's a red beer. Yeah, we'll give it a 7.6. 7. <laughs> Alrighty, and my Bush Ice is a 6% beer, so I give you a 6% rating, because I really don't give a fuck about you either way. There you go. You're cheap. Your marijuana you. cigarette was a 10? Yeah. 8.7? A lot of fucking seeds in that bitch. Oh, mm, 6.2? I will give it a 420. Oh, 4.20. 4.20. 4 yeah. Or 420. <laughs> but in a good way. Yeah. Well, that's a good <laughs> Hey, that, that satisfies me. Well, Alright. It's been another day, another podcast, another show, another pan, another Canadian act. Yeah. What do you know? Another Canadian act. Uh, up to here, try to hip, go listen to it, and uh, go listen to our all other podcasts. We have a bunch. We really appreciate it. We love doing them, and we hope you like listening to them. They're very fucking fun to do. And we just need people to listen to them. I used to say tragically shit. You also said Gord Downey in the Ground. I did say Gord Downey in the Ground. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I forgive me, and I'm pretty sure Gord does too. There you go. Um, I Gord fucking love the hip now. Now when I think of Gord, I think of a fucking amazing frontman and great vocalist. And amazing band. Great writer. Great charity work. And, uh, yeah. Have a good fucking week, and we'll shout out to you on Friday when we release another episode of DBD Groove. Go Habs, go. Go fucking Habs. Bye. Bye. So I. I